2: Welcome to the Shizno for Season 14, Episode 2, Shame Shaming. I am Dimples. This week on Red vs. Blue, the intrepid trio of Griff, Simmons, and Hammer becomes a duo. And it turns out that Agent Florida has been watching the whole thing... You're coming up with their counterparts to Florida's nicknames are Sam.
0: I stole this from my jazz director. His first name is Major. <laughs> and he was a sergeant. Oh my God. <laughs> so his CO referred to him as Sergeant Major. Sip. Daddy
3: Sip.
4: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that just sent a chill down
0: my spine. Kaden.
4: I was going to go with buckaroo, but I just, I, I feel like I need a shower now.
5: Deaf prodigy. Please. Call me dimples.
1: Mm. Astounding. <laughs> and church. i going to use the, the NATO alphabet in this, because why not? Um, So, I am Golf Alpha Yankee, which stands for gay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Astounding.
5: <laughs> Thoughts on the episode? Okay, so question, who is voicing the officer? I'm reasonably certain that that is Bernie doing either a low voice or having his voice pitched down. He sounded
1: a bit like Church, and I was very confused for a second. I miss Hammer already.
4: (laughs) It sounded like Church and Washington had a kid, and I was very confused. Isn't that Epsilon?
5: (gasps) They had a kid and he went back in time!
4: Do you think that Hammer is the meta?
1: Oh
5: my
1: uh. god. <laughs> Hammers the metter, metter. Hammers the Met- meter, <laughs> meter, Justin, fuck.
5: Actually, um someone pointed out uh, it was just an anonymous ask on Tumblr on Neri's Tumblr pointed out that Hammer is a communism joke. Um, <gasps> <Hammer> calls his <laughs> Hammer calls his friend his, his teammates comrades. He's red and he's against democracy.
1: <laughs> wow.
5: <laughs> wow. I'm just—I'm headcanning, and I'm headcanoning I'm at this point that Hammer's first name is Sickle.
0: Oh
5: my god! <laughs> Major Sickle.
0: Actually, if he was a drill sergeant, he'd be a sergeant. Sergeant Sickle, Sergeant Sickle Hammer.
5: And I—I suppose—I suppose if he told them to uh, to stop running away, it would be Hammer time. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay,
5: that's enough. So I did. I did like seeing, uh, Griff and Simmons uniting over their uh, mutual lack of desire to do work.
0: Yeah. Well, Simmons didn't dislike doing work. He disliked the thought of injury. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. He he disliked the thought of injuring himself in this uh, for the purpose of doing drills. Um, but I I I. yeah. <laughs> I for one really enjoy injuring myself. <laughs> it's a hobby
3: of
4: mine. Um yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> God. leave me alone.
5: <laughs> I about to have a good time. <laughs> but uh, I especially liked the bit um, where the two of them were just sort of standing there being shocked at the other's um attitudes like when when Griff says I'm more mildly inconvenienced than sorry and Simmons like what is wrong with you <laughs> and then um uh, Simmons is trying to one-up hammer with being honored to go on a mission and Griff is like uh dude what is wrong with you <laughs> and I just like I just like the thought of the two of them going from being like you're so strange buddy to being like you know sort of the bickering married couple that yeah. we Know oh, and no love today. I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> this
4: as as uh, what is this feeling from Wicked now?
0: I I gotta say I like the subtle reference to the first episode when Griff said mm. we can ask the deep questions of the of the universe. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah,
5: yeah. Um, or the the start of using uh sniper rifles as reconnaissance implements. <laughs> it's like, um, well, what do you consider a safe distance? What's the range of that sniper rifle? <laughs> <laughs> it all begins.
3: It all begins here. I, I love the Photoshop effects, again, like making a comeback. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that little bomb. <laughs> yeah. That oh, wow. was, was my favorite.
5: Red stuck on it. Oh.
3: And then Hammer's helmet, which broke yeah. my heart.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And it was cracked in the visor. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's like the, the the RVB symbol for injured <laughs> or dead or injured and dead. One more thing I wanted to talk about and sort of the, the thoughts on the episode here was that I really liked the dialogue and sort of the snappiness of it this episode. It was, it was really, it was just entertaining. It was nice. Um, it, it sort of had the the feel of the old school RVB jokes, but like with, without all of like the dead air between them. And I also thought that uh, Jeff and Gus did a very good job voice acting
0: this, this episode. What I think was the reason for that was because Matt Hollum wrote this episode and Jordan Sweers wrote this episode. Really? Because Matt said in his sponsor vlog, this was his episode he wrote. Hmm.
5: Oh, maybe they co-wrote it
0: then. Which would explain the lack of dead air, because Jordan, if you ever watched X-Ray and Vav, there was very little dead air between them, except uh-huh. for like a, a comedy beat. But yeah. uh-huh. because Matt stopped writing a few seasons in, his writing for Griffin Simmons would have stagnated, and thus the writing for his version mm-hmm. of Everest Blue would have still been like around season three, four level of comedy, Mm. which was exactly what they needed for the throwback for this kind of mini section.
5: Yeah, yeah. I thought it worked really well. I agree. Um, And I liked the bringing back of Captain Flowers Uh, as well. Yes.
0: Shout out to Ed Robertson.
3: I love Flowers. Yeah, shout out to Ed Robertson. I'm so
0: happy.
5: Yeah, I, I was one of the people who sort of thought that um, the Counselor had been involved in um, recruiting the Reds and Blues, but it's it's okay, I guess, that Flowers was the only one doing it. I mean, just
1: because he's it's the okay. only one you could see doing it doesn't mean he was the only one doing it.
5: <gasps> yes! Secret Counselor! <laughs> secret Counselor!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Counselor could always be behind it. you don't know.
3: If Sarge appears in the upcoming episodes, do you think he'll have the Season 1 voice? Oh my god.
0: If Matt's able to do it. I mean, <laughs> we've heard Bernie's Vic voice. It's not aged well. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you don't do something for 10 years, it's going to be bad.
5: <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, don't dude. diss my voice there, dude. What's the problem, <laughs> dude? Um, but yeah, I I thought this episode was good. Um, there's just one more thing. I I don't know if I can if I can it was really dark and I had to hold my breath. <laughs> no! i if
1: someone gonna say
4: that. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it!
3: Why do you think Flowers handpicked Griffin Simmons and probably Sarge?
4: Okay, so clearly, because Griffin Simmons went, uh yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking around with that base, and they're trying to hide Alpha. Flowers went, you know who would be the perfect to play hide and seek against? Someone who's not gonna fucking seek.
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. You're right. I, I think it's also worth pointing out uh, that before Flowers died from whatever he died from the first time around, he was planning on defeating the Reds in the canyon. Um, because when he comes back, he, he also tells Tucker, he's like, oh, I have a winning strategy right before he gets shot. Um, so maybe it, in addition to picking people he knew weren't going to seek, he picked people he, who would rather run away. Uh, from their base than fight, hoping to drive them out uh, so that Blood Gulch would have only blues in it and would thereby be completely war-free and very safe.
0: I went with their so grossly incompetent they could never possibly manage to figure it out. That (laughs) church was the Alpha, and Flowers, being the only competent soldier in the entire canyon, could easily protect Alpha. (laughs) And then... His plan to defeat the Reds is he got sick of them because if you had to spend that much time around that much stupidity, <laughs> you'd want to kill someone. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I also thought it was worth noting that um, it seemed like a lot of the other soldiers in general were quite a bit more competent. So I'm wondering if, you know, all of those Red and Blue Zealot bases that we saw, if Flowers was also digging around at those bases, looking for people to recruit from those bases, too. And he just needed a really, really large sample size to find Griffin Simmons sitting at the low end of the bell curve.
0: <laughs> they're, they're not even on the bell curve. They're at the point of zero before the bell curve starts. <laughs> I just realized something, and I'm going to chalk this up to early installment weirdness, but Flowers wasn't that Sidewinder with Church.
5: Not that we knew of.
0: Church said, Tex killed everyone but Church.
5: Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Well, and then and then sort of like season 10. Yeah, he was given of... like a
3: full history. He's like, I have memories from when I was a kid. So he has like a whole fake memory going for him from probably yeah. some other
5: random yeah.
0: trooper.
5: Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's probably, you could say early installment weirdness. Uh, why do you think Flowers handpicked Sarge?
0: Gross incompetence.
4: The accent reminded him of the director, and he was homesick.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: the accent reminded him of Wyoming.
5: He's like, man, this guy sounds like Wyoming (laughs) if Wyoming uh, lived down south and sounded like a pirate.
0: Oh,
2: dear. (laughs) Fucking pirate!
5: (laughs) I suppose something notable about Sarge's leadership style is that Sarge loves to delegate. Sarge loves to try to get Griffin Simmons to do stuff, to act as members of the team, And if you are planning to rely so heavily on delegating, then you should probably have a couple of teammates who are interested in being delegated too.
0: So if the incompetent insubordinates are being insubordinate, does that make the instructor an incompetent instructor of insubordinates?
5: I am the very model of a modern major general. So that makes you
0: a gay subordinate.
5: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That explains Grimms so much.
4: (laughs) I'm kink-shaming again.
0: (laughs) This episode brought to you by kink-shaming. Get it now, everywhere.
5: Begin lightning round.
1: What else did Griffin Simmons talk about on the bridge? Getting married. That's a given.
0: Yay! Tax benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Griff would do anything to screw the government. He is literally the epitome of an anarchist in Red vs. Blue. He would do yeah. anything to get stop them from doing whatever they can to him. And if that means he's got to marry a dude in a fake wedding just so he can stop paying money to the government, he'll do it.
4: <laughs> Who said anything about fake?
3: <laughs> I think that Griff was telling Simmons all about his new sh- uh, snack cake that he just got that he plans to save. <laughs> <laughs> How long does he plan on saving this?
5: <laughs> For as long as
3: absolutely necessary.
5: So I think I think um, Simmons was asking Griff in a shaky, extremely panicky voice why the place was called Danger Canyon when it was clearly the bridge that was the dangerous part. And then Griff insisted that, no, it's when you fall into the canyon and die, that's the dangerous part. When you fall in a bottomless pit, you die of starvation. <laughs> and if you fall into a bottomless pit of water, you die of suffocation.
4: How do you have a bottomless pit of water? You know
5: what? Never mind. <laughs> How do you have a bottomless pit Place Kaden, I don't know.
4: <laughs> don't ruin my childhood, Daft. <laughs> I'm still sticking with spite and tax benefits. <laughs> spite All and right, tax yes. benefits. <laughs> so, marriage. <laughs> I mean, that's my plan for the future.
1: Yup. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly centered around, you know, them being gay together. Getting married. Yeah. Maybe they were planning uh their their fucking what is it? Honeymoon. Forgot what that was called for a second. <laughs> They're planning their honeymoon.
4: Mmm, a sugar sun. Wait, no no no. Is Blood Gulch a better sounding name than Danger Canyon?
1: Yes, because Danger Canyon <laughs> sounds like something that was made up by a twelve-year-old in like five seconds. It's like, oh, what what do you want to <laughs> name this place? Oh, Danger Canyon sounds pretty cool. Alright. <laughs>
5: I mean, honestly, it seems like they they just they put theta on base naming <laughs> yep. duty.
1: I mean, I said twelve year old, it works.
5: But still, both of them are better than coagulation. <laughs> at least, at least gulches and canyons are places that are somewhat descriptive. What about hemorrhage? <laughs> hemorrhage, jeez. Let's face it, Halo map names are crap.
3: <laughs> I'm Halo shaming.
0: I think that Blood Gulch is the better sounding name simply because, like was said, it doesn't sound like it was made up by a 12-year-old. It just sounds like even more horrifying because in Danger Canyon, danger usually implies death, right? Like you'll die or horribly wounded. Blood Gulch sounds like something straight out of hell. Like it's a gulch full of nothing but spilled blood. (laughs) And then all that blood dried out and it coagulated. Oh my god. Yeah. But then, the top layer cracked, and it started hemorrhaging. <laughs> I don't know what it's called in Halo 4.
5: Freaking disgusting.
0: <laughs> there you go. I, I think they're both equally
3: silly. Personally. <laughs> um, I mean, Blood Gulch. Very diplomatic of you, Sip. Blood Gulch, Danger Canyon. What's next? coagulation?
0: We made that joke three times.
3: <laughs> what other nicknames do you think Flowers has asked to be called? Captain Dynamic.
0: I knew, I knew you were going to say that, you son of a the bitch. The second I remember your question, that's why I saved it. <laughs> Beautiful. Look, I win... Uh- I win. <laughs> Sam wins.
5: All right. Church,
0: good. Flower power.
5: That's, <laughs> that, that's
0: all I got. <laughs> like, he likes
5: to make pancakes?
0: Like, he likes Renora.
1: The type of flower I'm talking about, I don't know. It's
5: up to you. So I think that uh, flowers also like to be called flow rida because for a (laughs) while he really liked wearing apple-bottom jeans, boots with the
0: fur, the
5: fur. (laughs) I'm song-shaming you, Daft. (laughs) Sip, do you have a reply for your own own lightning round question? I do, and you guys are going to hate it
3: but it's also a reference to season three. Oh God. I I think he would pick up his, all of his his men in a giant bear hug and make them call him daddy. Uh,
1: You already made that joke. uh, I was hoping, I was hoping someone would say daddy.
0: We already did in the very beginning. That wasn't (laughs) referring to flowers. Full circle. Uh, I'm kink shaming you again for the (laughs) same reason. I'm daddy shaming you. (laughs) The best thing about Daft laughing right now is her mic's going in and now it's like... "Ah, ah,
4: ah, ah, ah."
0: It's the shame police. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
5: Okay, okay, okay. Uh,
0: Daft, I'm audio shaming you.
5: What would have happened if Hammer had survived and been recruited to Blood Gulch?
0: We would have a very different show. No, really? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anything, because Hammer just wouldn't have been sent. Think about it. The reason they were sent- What if he had
5: been sent? What if he had been?
0: If he had been sent, I'm fairly certain Flowers would have put a bullet in his head, because he's actually competent.
5: I just wish Hammer was dead. Put a bullet in his head.
0: Hashtag bring back Hammer. Hammer's actually the season 15 villain.
5: <laughs> make it. Hash, hashtag make it hammer time.
0: The, it literally, he comes back in season 15. He's just like, he's like shark face. He's like half metal. He's like a cyborg. <laughs> he just shows up. And
5: he's, and he's got a bone to pick with Griffin Simmons. Like
0: his his left arm is replaced with a sniper right? the rifle because they didn't have enough pieces.
3: Whose death is foolish now? Hello,
5: Comrades. <laughs>
0: And for some reason, he's Russian.
5: <laughs> Hello, comrades. I am Hammer! <laughs> 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 I Nigo guess
0: like actually maybe russ. his hand being a hammer <laughs> would be more appropriate then. Like, the sniper rifle just fused into a lump <laughs> on his left arm, and it's just One... a giant hammer now. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. And then just in, like, in a loud Russian voice, he'll just yell, it's hammer time before initiating. Yeah.
0: They, they, they only had Russian vocoders.
5: <laughs> I think that... Hammer would have convinced all of the Blues to come join him and his comrades on the Glorious Red Team, making it a united Scarlet Socialist Republic.
0: No, I for real, for real. Camera's actually competent. Aww. I'm sure either he would have been assigned somewhere else or Flowers would have killed him for diving too deep. Because either A, he would have tried to kill Church and then questioned the ghost thing and probably investigated the body. Or B, he would have investigated the surroundings and found Vic's computer.
3: You say he's competent
0: as if he didn't get himself killed. Mm. There's a difference between foolish and incompetent. (laughs) Griffin Simmons are incompetent. (laughs) Hammer was effective. He knew what he was doing. He knew how to do it.
3: By dying. Hammer was very good at dying. He's like, I know I don't appear in later seasons. Well, he charged in there recklessly. (laughs) He
0: didn't plan. That was foolish. But he was scouting the situation. He had timed the shifts. He was by all definitions and intent and purpose, he was a competent soldier. It's just he was foolish and so determined to prove himself and prove Griffin Simmons wrong that he ran face first into a bomb.
5: Lightning round complete. Why are the blues of Danger Canyon so much better equipped and prepared than
0: the Reds are? My thought is that this is another one of the simulations. And mm-hmm. the CEO was trying to see if Griffin Simmons, again, being aggressively, grossly incompetent, would actually risk their lives for anyone else. Which, mm-hmm. again, ties into Caden's laziness thing mm-hmm. about them being just so lazy and incompetent they won't do any work. Mm-hmm. And I am wholly convinced that there were never any blues there. It was just the base and the bombs. And that it was either they went in and died, or they saw a blue. Could have been a robot. We've seen robots. <laughs> We've seen robots. It could have just been a drone.
5: Illusory
0: blues. Pretty much. Or a teleporter. <laughs> there could have been a teleporter.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think it's just cause blue team rules, red team sucks. Yep. Wrong. Daft, I will fight you, woman. <laughs> you are I will fight all wrong. of you. <laughs> <laughs> Better red Don't than team dead. shame me
0: Red team, team best team I'm team shaming Shizno civil war Shizno civil war <laughs> This is literally Red versus This is literally The eternal debate <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: I I do Like on a serious note I do think that That's consistent um, That like um, So we know that Flowers is blue team Tragic. And that he was going To have an AI On blue team And it's possible He didn't know how effective of a military force they were going to end up having on Blue Team, um, so it's possible that he wanted to find uh, Red Team recruits who, uh, when faced with a superior force, wouldn't run in and kill themselves, but would instead um, hide or run away. You know, I, I kind of thought maybe earlier he was trying to empty the canyon, but maybe here at this at this first juncture, he was just he he wanted this sort of stalemate. He wanted to engineer this this red versus blue stalemate that would involve minimal risk um, for for Alpha. Just two groups of people who would prefer to watch each other through sniper scopes than do any fighting.
0: And the great mysteries of reality. Staying around talking.
1: What I was thinking is, like, it was all kind of a test sort of thing, and, you know, the blues were better equipped because that's kind of what was supposed to happen. Like, they were supposed mm. to have one of them go in and, you know... Then the other two that didn't go in would see what happened, they'd be like, oh shit, we shouldn't fuck with the blues. And that was kind of <laughs> Flowers' plan all along, to get the red the two oh. reds remaining that were, he would recruit to be kind of fearful of the blues.
5: Oh!
1: I mean, they had a
0: tank.
5: Yeah, you know, you know, um, their lieutenant sent them on that special mission. What if Flowers wanted the three the three of them, the three least competent members of a red team, to go on the special mission so that the stupidest of the three would end up weeding himself out? This
3: is this bad time to say that
5: Hammers died a foolish death? Okay, so <laughs> I do have also a crackpot theory.
0: Oh, boy. Um, you always have a crackpot theory!
5: You know how the Blues of Danger Canyon seem to have both an effective military strategy and also improvised explosives.
0: Yes. yes. So,
5: what if. Sarge started out as a blue in Danger Canyon
0: Absolutely not No.
5: And he's just really (laughs) gung-ho for his team but when Flowers recruits him, he recruits him for the Reds, so Sarge needs to try to be just as as excited about leading the Reds as he was about leading the Blues but he doesn't actually want to but he knows he needs to follow orders so he just throws himself right in, but he's an ineffective leader because secretly deep down he wants to be blue team still! He pointed
0: a shotgun at simmons for even making a joke about being blue team and
5: that's and that's because simmons is
0: a red that's maybe that's why he's that's so why, sensitive yeah, about it
5: yeah that he that, and and he wants to kill griff because griff is a red and griff is a lazy red team member and he points a shotgun at simmons because he has all this pent-up aggression against red team
0: then why did he build lopez as a red team robot and not yeah. secretly a blue team robot
5: because he's red team and he needs to and those and
0: when teams don't matter. <laughs> and he never because attacked Donut.
5: And, and 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 as time goes on. Yeah, and on, never
0: showed any aggression towards Donut, just disappointment.
5: And as time goes on, he eventually gets used to being a red team member and is, you know, just as excited and into defending and fighting for red team as he was for blue team. But it never it's never quite the same. And that's just what Flowers wanted. And so
3: basically. Daft is just a a stubborn blue who just refuses to accept the Sarge. The perfect character is on the red team.
0: Daft, I'm theory shaming you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You just know I'm right. You just know I'm right.
0: (laughs) The day you're right is the day a red red team person dies. Oh, wait. They (laughs) haven't. Sarge died once. And came back as a human.
3: Which team is the same right now as they were in season one? Oh, wait. The Reds. because <laughs> the Reds didn't go through any development. The Reds
5: are a family. They didn't need development. <laughs> but we know that in Danger Canyon, Blue Team is better than Red Team.
0: <laughs> Flowers plan in relation to what we see in Season 5 versus Stumbled Beginnings.
5: In, in Season 5, correct me if I'm wrong, Flowers' plan after being brought back to life was to infect Junior with Omega and then hand Junior Omega over to the aliens, thereby allowing Omega to wreak havoc in their ranks and defeat them. Yeah. So I think what happened there between season f- between Stumbled Beginnings and Season 5 was Project Freelancer went belly up. When Flowers was brought back to life, it wouldn't strike me as out of the ordinary for Omega or somebody else to tell Flowers, knowing that he's Agent Florida, Project Freelancer no longer exists, it failed in its mission to defeat the aliens, etc. So it's possible that Flowers was just using whatever he had on him, in this case Omega and Junior, to try and defeat the aliens anyway, and in doing so just sort of screw up all of the nice quiet life that people were pursuing in the canyon in his absence.
3: I I, I kind of disagree. And I think it's because Flowers was infected by Omega, and when Omega left him, he kind of just went back to his normal happy-go-lucky self. Like when he was talking to Tucker, and he's like, oh, red team. <laughs> you know, then he died. I think he was just completely, he was still unaware about what was going on, because he was still like, oh, well let me tell you about the Reds, blah blah blah, as if it mattered.
5: So maybe that was just Omega's, t- or Omega's plan rather than Flowers's? I think that
3: Flowers was just out of the loop. He was just still gonna go about whatever plan he had at the start of Season 3, or not start of Season 3, at the start of Stumble Beginnings. Um, I think he was just going with that same plan, because he just didn't know how much time passed, or how long, which apparently was only a year, according to the book, which is, a uh, nonsense, but whatever.
5: I guess I would argue in that case, it does doesn't look like there's ever been a situation in which Omega has completely subsumed the personality of the person he's inhabiting. It's always Omega plus some of Flowers, or Omega plus some of Doc, or Omega plus some of Caboose. So,
1: But that doesn't mean he couldn't have had some sort of
5: Yeah, what I mean is that Omega was inhabiting Flowers. Flowers was willing to go along with Omega's plan. It was like, okay, you know, your anger and your knowledge about from texts about how Project Freelancer is no longer functioning are, you know, motivation for me to go along with your plan, to bring it to fruition. And then when Omega left, he didn't really have the motivation to continue that anymore. Maybe it's a fiddly point. So Sam, what were you thinking for this?
0: Honestly, I was going to chalk a part of it up to early installment weirdness and of the fact that maybe Flowers was actually dead and Omega was just using him as a meat puppet.
5: Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm wincing at the phrase meat puppet.
0: Wow, you guys are just way too squelchy at my phrases.
5: But I, I do like sort of the, I, I think that the, the early installment weirdness argument has Has merit when it comes to talking about Flowers, mostly because Flowers is in a lot of earlier installments and is also kind of weird, but also because he was a freelancer undercover at a time when we weren't really all that clear on what freelancers were or what they were supposed to be doing. It's possible that with the writing, they were like, yeah, he's just, he's going to be the leader and there's going to be something kind of off about him and we're not sure what it is. In light of that, I would say sometimes my opinion on um, a flashback series is mixed. But I do appreciate this particular flashback arc in that Flowers has always been this big question mark. During the Project Freelancer seasons, everybody knew him as Mystery Blue Guy because he stood in the back and he didn't say anything. And the one thing he said the entire flashback series was to reveal that he was Agent Florida and was going to take care of the Alpha.
0: Let me just say, I was pleased as punch to hear that. Me too. Me <laughs> too. <laughs>
5: Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, it it was a fun reveal, but it was one that sort of raised more questions than it answered.
3: I'm going to reference very old Chisna right now. There was Mm -hmm. a very old interview with Bernie that came out pretty much right after the end of season seven, and he was discussing things, and he mentioned offhand, Flowers was at the training facility, so I'm liking that this season expands on that more, because he mentioned that offhand, then we found out he was a freelancer sensitive to Alpha, and now we're getting more insight, so as the years progress, we're getting more and more insight as to what Bernie meant when he said Said. Oh yeah, he was at the Freelancer facility. Let's move on and yeah, never mention it yeah, again.
5: And I think we're also getting some more answers as to like why there were all of those red versus blue bases. They had different scenarios that they were running, of course, but it also looks like they they may have all also been potential testing ground for this recruitment into the special blood Gulch division of uniquely incompetent soldiers. <laughs> I also
3: like about this is that it's showing a lot of the simulation stuff because as fun as season 9 and 10 were, they didn't answer that at all. They didn't, even, they didn't even mention the simulation basis, so I'm glad that we're getting some insight into that final
5: part of it I think was that they planned on it like, I remember the original season 9 trailer the one that had us all pretty burned because none of it happened mentioned that Maine had gotten hurt at a sim soldier base so I think it's one of those things they've been sitting on for a really long time now and they, maybe it's one of those things they sort of threw out there being like hey we want in season 14 a little story about what happened at some of the red and blue bases and Jordan was like hey yeah I'll take that I'll take you up on that and Matt signed on as well and now we have uh, this before the beginning. And we get to learn about it with
3: characters we know. Griff, Simmons, yeah. Flowers. I said before, I'm really excited for the next two episodes. It's going to be a good time. Because Jordan said it's going to be three parts.
5: Yeah, two more episodes.
2: Thanks go out to Sam, Sip, Gaden, Daft Prodigy, and Church. Produced by Daft Prodigy, Green Zero, Gazman, Patrick, Sam, and Nereal. Visit the Shizno on Tumblr at shizno.tumblr.com. S H I Z N O com The Shizno. I have never felt better about my own life choices than I did after listening to this episode.
5: When Simmons was crouching down, his head
4: was at. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Honeymoon, sugar sun, same thing. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I, was,
5: I was sitting over here busy making a tasteless blowjob <laughs> joke. Um,
4: <laughs> I'm pretty sure blowjob jokes are normally tasty, like...
5: <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: They're tasteful. Okay.
5: <laughs> Why not both? I thought um, they were uh, mo- more musty. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. hopefully your partner washes themselves a little more than that
0: i'm straight
5: okay (laughs) i I mean okay
4: um (laughs) if that's what floats your boat i
0: water floats my boat (laughs) this episode brought to you by the abstract concept of shame we all feel it let's express it and, wow. then,
5: and then just put a whole bunch of like random letters in three letter chunks after it so that they think that you're talking in some abbreviation language that is unknown to oh them. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> is that
0: what the kids are doing these days? I don't know, Katie. <laughs> I mean, LOL, OMG, totes magotes. At my birthday dinner, I had to spend a solid 20 minutes with my sister explaining to my father why he's not allowed to use the eggplant emoji. Eggplant emoji. Okay.
4: <laughs> Wait, what's, what? What? Penis. Plant emoji. I had, I had no idea. I feel so old.
0: Eggplants are disgusting. <laughs> Eggplants are amazing. Shut your goddamn mouth.
5: Yeah, they're they're especially amazing when they're large and still sort of like firm. Mm.
0: Uh, anyway. <laughs>